0: alright guys today we're gonna talk about the carrier method for PowerShell now um, I'll explain more about what that is when we get in the midst of it but right now we're gonna we're gonna use it to solve a problem and we'll like I said we'll discuss this as we go along so our problem is gonna be how to cycle the error log on a scheduled basis because you know ordinarily there are two ways to cycle the error log right manually or when SQL restarts but what happens if your uh, if you don't restart SQL, but every couple months, every three months, every eight months, every year, right? I mean, we've I've got some SQL boxes that have been up for a very long time. So what do you do if uh, if you need to have the the error log recycled and or cycled more, not recycled but cycled? Uh, <clears throat> so let's talk about for a second why you'd want to. Well, if you don't And Your box is up for two months or three months or a year then that log is just going to be huge Okay, and if you ever need to open it then it's going to take forever I mean I've had it take almost an hour to open up a uh, An error log that was several months old before and then searching through it And if you ever need to send it to Microsoft support or any other vendor who wants to look through your log It's going to be a huge log so the smart thing to do I would say in an enterprise, but in any SQL box, is to uh, cycle it every day so that every single day you have a fresh log, and it also makes it easier to search through. Right? You can you you, you know when events happen easier because you know you can you can say oh well this was yesterday's, this one's today's, this one's the day before. Um, okay, so uh, now that we know why, let's go ahead and do it. Now the only now I I can I can cycle my error log very easily just by running sp cycle error log. But the problem is I want it to happen every single day, right? And and in my environment, I choose midnight. So all you have to do really is set that up in a job. Let me double click on it and show you the job I set up. Go into steps. I just give the step name something. It doesn't really matter. Uh, Set it as a T-SQL job. Put it in master, and then put. SP cycle error log I I guess you don't have to put it in master if you've got this right here but I just pasted the code in there right so anyway there you go now you've got a job you'll schedule it for uh, every day at midnight if you want to I think midnight if you're if you're gonna do it if you're gonna have it cycled every day right you should do it for midnight (coughs) so now that I've got that on my server I go wait a minute that sure is a good idea maybe I should make that a standard across the board so now I've got like 500 servers or 700 servers that I want to push this job out to. How do I do that? And this is where PowerShell is going to come in place because this is this is where PowerShell lives. This is the sweet spot right here, right? This is exactly what PowerShell is meant to do. And I know what you're thinking right now, but you don't really know that much PowerShell. You don't know enough to be able to uh, cycle through a bunch of boxes and do something like this. Uh, especially not in PowerShell <clears throat> well that's where the carrier method comes in place because what the carrier method is is the carrier method lets you use T to do the work but you're just going to uh, use PowerShell as a carrier to cycle through the boxes to run that T sql so really all we're doing is we're running uh, T sql on you know all 500 of your boxes instead of trying to figure out a PowerShell way to do it now there is a PowerShell way to do it right I mean in SMO so you can connect to SMO you can start up, you can create a job object then you can create a step and then you can fill that step then you can create a schedule man that is so much code I I personally would have to look it up and it would probably take me a couple days to get it right but here I'm gonna show you a way that you can not only do it you can not only do it in a few minutes but you can you can not only do it in a few minutes but you can repeat it for anything you want to do at all okay so you're going to want to fire up a powershell okay sorry about that got distracted for a minute okay where were we let's see okay i'm using uh, sapiens powershell studio for this uh, you could just as easily use notepad but I find in these video demos that having a nice color-coded PowerShell editor really really does a, a good job right it helps you guys out so I'm gonna say new PowerShell script I'll go ahead and get rid of this okay I like to go ahead and save it right off the bat there we go and I like to put it just on the root of C and we'll call this uh oh ps error log. Just to have something to call it. Okay, so <clears throat> we're in here. The first thing we need to do is we need to uh, get our server loop down. This is gonna be pretty easy. Uh you'll you're gonna find that there's there's not much to it at all. So the first thing I'm gonna do is I'll say a equals and then I'll just leave a placeholder here for now you'll see why in a minute because what that's gonna do is a is gonna hold our list of servers that we're gonna push it to and right this second we have yet to actually decide how we're gonna how we're gonna push our servers where we're gonna get our server list from we'll talk about that when we get everything else done but right now just know that a we're gonna pipe it to a for each right and now we close our bracket so right now what I'm saying is whatever whatever method we're gonna use to fill a with it's gonna have a list of servers and then we're gonna pipe we're gonna take a and we're gonna pipe it and for each one of those we're gonna do something in the middle here so this is the beginning of your for each this is the end of your for each right so what we're gonna do in the middle here is we're gonna do an invoke SQL command commandlet right now, this is uh, pretty straightforward. This is why I call this the carrier method because invoke SQL command does just what it says. It invokes the SQL command.exe that comes with SQL, right? So all we're going to do is say invoke hello. There we go. Invoke SQL command. And ordinarily, we would have uh, code completion here. But since I haven't imported the SQL PS module, then we're not gonna get that yet. Let's go ahead and do that right now. If I don't import the if I don't do the import module import module SQL PS, there we go. And I'm gonna say disable name checking. That we don't need that. So if I don't do that, then the invoke sql command commandlet won't be available to me, right? Now, I should go ahead and say right now that this box that I'm writing this on is SQL 2012, or as we call Denali, right? But if you're on a SQL 08 box, then you need to use the other method, which was uh, importing the SQL Server commandlets uh, uh, as snap-ins. So I'll, I may, if I remember, I'll go back and show you how to do that at the end of this video. But right now, let's go ahead and stick with import, uh, with, uh, import module SQL PS. Now, uh, I do show you how to do that in another video, so maybe I'll just, uh, the other way in another video, so maybe I'll just point you to that instead. So anyway, so uh, invoke SQL command, and let's see, first we'll say, there we go, at server instance, and we'll leave that as a placeholder right now. Well, actually, yeah, yeah. We'll go ahead and leave it as a placeholder right now, and then I'll say database. I'll leave. I'm not going to leave that as a placeholder. I'll say master because we we know we're collecting. Actually, we're creating a job, so we'll say MSDB, and we're going to go with input file now. The reason we're going with input file is because in a minute we're gonna go back into SQL and we're gonna script out that job that we created and we're gonna put it in a file and if you've ever seen a job scripted and if not then you'll see it now that's way too much code to put in in the single command line so there's no way in the world we could fit that all in there but we can say but we can say hey uh, instead of using this query get it from this file and run all of the SQL code in that file and that's what we're gonna do so here we already know what it's going to be, uh, except that I forgot what I named it. Uh, it was PS Error Log. That's right. So nope. Oh, we haven't named that yet. Sorry, 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 sorry. sorry. We haven't named that yet, so we don't know what that's going to be yet because we haven't created that script. I was trying to give it the name of the PowerShell script, and that's just wrong. So. We haven't given it an instance name yet, but we need to assign one now. So for every single object in A, for right now we'll say it's gonna be that because we'll we'll probably pull it in from a text file or something. So right now we're saying set the server variable, what I'm calling cache server, equal to cache underscore. And cache underscore, if you remember from the other videos, is the built-in uh, current iteration variable. So I'm saying the current server that's in the loop now, set it to this. And now I'm going to say set that to that. So let's go ahead and walk through this. We're importing our SQL module so that we have access to this commandlet, right? I'm going to set A equal to some list of servers from somewhere. And then when I get that, I'm going to say, I'm going to take A and I'm going to pipe it to a for each. Inside that for each, I'm gonna take the cache server variable and I'm gonna set it equal to the current iteration of the cursor of the loop, or uh in, in other words, to the server that is the, the current server that, that we're looking at right now. Then I'm gonna invoke the SQL command. I'm gonna to connect to the server instance that I set this one to, which is the current one in the which is the current one in the loop. I'm gonna connect to MSDB because I'm I'm pushing a job and then I'm gonna use whatever input file that we create and that's it that's really all you need now we need to do is go in there and fill in a couple values Uh, let's go ahead and create this file first so we'll go back to SQL, and I'll take this recycle error log and I'm just gonna say script job as create to new query window there we go. Control A, Control C. I know I could do this a different way, but I'll do it this way. Now I'll right-click and say New Text Document. I want to paste that in there. There we go. Let's rename it to. Uh, it's the recycle error log job oh, you don't mind if I paste that do you if I copy that it doesn't have to be a dot sequel it can be a dot text it can be a dot PDF it doesn't have it doesn't matter what the extension and as long as what the extension is as long as it can read the text inside right as long as it's plain text so I, I left this as a text file but if you feel better making it a dot SQL then go for it so I come back here there we go now I know which file I'm gonna use <clears throat> now the only thing I haven't figured out yet is how I'm going to get my server list personally in my shop I keep all my servers in a big table and I just run a query that uh, I, I just run a query that um that pulls back the list of servers it's a little bit more involved than that but for the most part if I if you wanted to pull these in Then I could copy this and put it up there and say, okay, I want the server to be localhost and server DB. And here I'll use a query. And I'd say something like, It looks something like that. And so from whatever query you set it from, you set A equal to it, and it'll what Invoke SQL command will do is it'll go out and it'll run this query and it'll put this list of server names in A and then you're good, right? You can also let me go and just say get content and just set it equal to uh, a text file so I've got a text file called servers.txt, and uh and I'm just gonna use the get content so it's gonna so get content is gonna read every one of these servers into a and I'll show you what that looks like I don't know if I actually have that made here's a server list dot text okay good so here's a server list dot text and you can see each server is just on uh, is is just on its own line. It's a very simple list of servers, so we'll say server list. Dot text, and there you go. I'll save that, and we're ready to run. The only thing else that I want to do here, because if I'm doing several hundred servers, one of the things I want to do is make sure that it's actually doing something. As it stands now, I'm not outputting anything to the screen, so when I run this it may be running along just fine but all it's gonna do is blink a cursor at me and I'm gonna be sitting here going how many has it done how long is it taking to do each one is it almost finished whatever right so at the base level we're gonna at least print the server name to the screen before it begins and so you can at least see if it's moving along and it actually should move along pretty fast. Now I've already got this job on all my servers. So I'm going to run this. But this is really all you need and save it. This is really all you need to be able to push uh to be able to push something like this to all your servers. Now, I, I mentioned before that you could use SMO for this and that it was really long and laborious and it is. But you know, some people swear by it. I know some MVPs who do everything in SMO and they love it and they they you know they they cherish their SMO objects the only problem i have with that is that it's not reusable if i were to create a job with smo to do this the only other thing i could do would be to create jobs in smo i can create any kind of job i wanted but that's all i could do i can take this right here and i can do anything with it just by changing either what's in this file or changing the file that it that it points to so I don't have to rely on SMO. I don't have to do anything fancy to get tons of use out of this any any sequel you can run against a server you can run against all your servers just by replacing what's in this text file or by replacing the file that you use and absolutely everything else is done the plumbing here is taken care of for you uh, you might also want to change the database name too if you're not going to be an MSDB, but you can see how easy it is here to to do something really, really fast to to get something worked out in T SQL and then run it against all your boxes. It's very simple, so uh, that's one of the reasons, or that's the main reason why I love the carrier method so much. And the carrier method is trademarked by Midnight DBA, <laughs> um, but uh, not trademarked, but copyrighted. But that's one of the reasons why I love the, the carrier method so much is because with one single script like this, I can have it do anything. Uh, there you go. I hope this, uh, hope this helps somebody. Talk to you later.